where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today as we get into Thanksgiving weekend. Some of you have the entire weekend off, or I should say the entire week off, while others of you have to work on Thanksgiving. We're probably going to have an episode next week how I think Thanksgiving is one of the most overrated holidays. I'm going to give you cogent reasons as to why I believe this. I don't think you should have opinions without backing it up with something that's somewhat persuasive. And your kids are off. You know, it's interesting how how schools would typically... When I was growing up, we didn't get off. We had half days on Wednesday. I went to a Catholic school, so I don't even know if the Catholic schools still do this or if they do the entire week off. But it seems a little... Like, I know the public school is a little maybe not conscientious of the parents. Like, you have the whole week off, uh, but I work those days. And, well, well, you guys, you're going to have to take days off. Either way. Today, we're going to talk about the bounce back. You being the bounce back guy. This kind of is a spinoff off last episode on the validation. And I forgot to mention that episode about women who use men for the validation. And then they leave. Then they leave. You're the fixer-upper. So what do we know? We know lots of times when you meet women, they're a train wreck. Like the Amy Schumer movie. Drinking too much, eating too much. They're typically not spiritual slash religious because if they were, they probably wouldn't be eating too much and drinking too much. And then they meet you. And look, it's really, you know, I have to keep these episodes kind of generalized because they apply differently to different men. But women need validation. And if they're in a period of their life, let's say they just got dumped by Chad or Tyrone or by a high SMV guy, and then you come into their life, and maybe you were an orbiter for a long time. You were plan B. She knows that you always liked her. Maybe you guys were messaging on Match or eHarmony or whatever on, on Bumble. And then she just stopped messaging you because she found a better guy, but that better guy didn't work out for whatever reason. Either she... Uh, She lost her luster to that guy, and that guy was like, there's nothing special about this woman, or they banged, and that's all she needed, or he needed, whatever. She comes back, she boomerangs back to you, and now you're all excited. Oh my God, look at this cute girl, wants to be back. Don't be an orbiter. We have an episode on that. Don't be an orbiter. When a woman makes the decision, either so overtly that she's effing both you and another dude or a bunch of guys and she makes the conscious choice to choose another man over you wash your hands of her you have to because look even if she comes back and boomerangs back and you take her back what does it say not only what does it say about you it says that you're desperate and it's a kind of loser mindset but what does it telegraph to her that you're a loser because a winner would say, F you, you didn't choose me the first time. And you remember like the episode we did on be an asshole? 
she'll realize, oh, wow, the guy actually has self-respect. But if, if she comes back and like, oh, I've been thinking about you the whole time. Oh, God, I'm so glad you chose me. Sure, for a little while, she might bang you. She might be nice. She might have like a week or two. But, but in the back of her mind, she's like, God, this guy's a doormat. This guy has no self-respect. I dumped him, and I came back to him, and he still took me back. So what is she most likely going to do? Leave you again eventually when somebody more masculine comes, someone with more self-respect. Either way, with the validation. So you meet this woman. And she's a train wreck. A lot of women are train wrecks. Just, you can't, and you can't fix them, right? You cannot fix women. Men are wired to rescue the damsel in distress. Go to the uh, the romantic epic poems of high renaissance. I should, I should say that's a lot of high middle ages, like 14th, 13th century, right? Mort to Arthur, Song of Roland, Gawain and the Green Knight, all these things. We want to come in and save them. But it's not the same woman as before. This isn't the woman who's virtuous, who's kept kept her maidenhead and is being devoured by a dragon. These are women who've been riding the carousel, who've been drinking too much, who've fallen for the lies of radical feminism. And they're just bouncing from you know what to you know what. And then you're the new guy they meet at the bar or whatever. Or even at the Bible study, they put on the, the lipstick on the pig, so to speak. They're trying to get a trad, trad con man. And then they give the sob story, the white knighting story. Oh, this guy did this. He beat me. He was narcissistic, controlling, and abusive. Go to that episode. And then you just fall into it. Why? Well, if she was a 400-pound cow, you wouldn't be falling into it. So if she has a modicum of still attractiveness, you're going to fall into it. Why? Because you want the pee. Men are so easy to manipulate. We're so predictable. You just want the pee. We're visual creatures. So if you're you're a man and you have no discernment and wisdom and have any knowledge of intersexual dynamics, you're going to be a lamb to the slaughter to these women. I was watching recently Focus, the Will Smith, Margot Robbie movie. And you know, Margot Robbie, this is peak Margot Robbie right after Wolf of Wall Street. And you know she's a pickup artist. She steals from men and all that. And it's just a perfect example of like men are just dolts. They're just idiot dolts around beautiful women. They can get conned so easily. And so these, these women will start telling you, oh, I have this, this guy did this, or I have this this problem, or I'm, I'm you know, it's never their fault, too. Like, I have $100,000 of debt, but it's because, uh, you know, uh, my brother, my husband, my ex-husband took a shady financial deal, and now I'm be- beset with the debt, or, you know, I have all this credit card debt because somebody stole my credit card. You know, it's never like, yeah, I'm an F up, I'm in a me- bad place, and I'm going to use you. So then you fall into this because this is what they want. And this is the way we're wired. Men want to save women, but you can't save those who are messed up. So you get sucked into it. They use the weapon that they have, which is sex. Sex is a double-edged sword for women because it's honestly the main weapon they have to ensnare a man. But also the more sex that they have with different men, the more the more it hurts their mental health. It hurts their psyche. So they become more damaged. So when you meet, let's say you're 50 and you meet a 40-year-old woman on match, and she's never been married, and she's somewhat attractive, then that's humongous red flags, because why has she never been married? Commitment issues. Now you're, you're going to ask her, oh, I just haven't found the right guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Translation, uh, good guys I passed up, bad guys didn't want me. And now they're at the end of their SMV, and they're just begging for a man but you're inheriting like a broken down car and i'm not saying women are broken down cars this is what we call an analogy 
you're inheriting a broken down car not knowing that it's broken down because you're inheriting all of her baggage. See, it's one thing when there are 19-year-old virgins like Daphne Bridgerton on Netflix. But when they're 40-year-olds, especially 40-year-olds in the sex in the city climate, you're inheriting a lot. Anyways, so you bring her into your life, you start dating, and typically, maybe this woman wouldn't give you the time of day. You don't make enough money. You're not alpha enough. You're not masculine enough. Maybe you're out of shape. You don't have the six sixes, whatever it is. But you're like, wow, this woman's in my life. Like in that horrible Jay Baruchel movie, uh, she's out of your league. You know, these types of movies, right? Whether this rom-com for men, which is pretty much every Judd Apatow comedy, knocked up, 40-year-old virgin, all Budweiser commercials during football games, right? The schlub husband with the hot wife. You know, what, what are they trying to telegraph, right? You buy this beer, you'll get a hot wife. So for a little while, you're like, oh my God, you know, I got this this attractive woman, da 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 And then one day she's like, yeah, it's not me. It's not you, it's me. Uh, or maybe they just ghost you. And what you didn't realize is that you were the fixer-upper. Not not the fixer-upper like the Frozen song where you're the damaged, good-looking guy and she wants to fix you up. You know, there's the Einstein quote I always mention, women. A man marries a woman and spends the rest of their life wondering what happened to that woman. And marry, a woman marries a man and spends the rest of the marriage trying to change him into the man she wants him to be. Both are inevitably disappointed. That's the line. And it's true. So she's not trying to fix you. You're not some like like Pete Davidson, right? Damaged bad boy with a lot of SMV and status. No, you were the, the fixer up. You were, your job was to fix her up. So she comes in your life damaged. You help her out either by one of two ways or both ways. One, you give her money. I don't have any money for gas. Here's money for gas. I don't have any money for rent. Here's money for rent. It's like, because And look, in retrospect, you could say, oh my God, what an idiot simp would do this. When you know she's she's left you after she's left you, but at the time, of course, the time you don't know because you're kind of an incel man with very little experience. You think you're doing what the nice guy thing, the right thing, even the Christian thing to to do charitable works of mercy. And what you're doing, first of all, is that you're you're telegraphing that you're a simp, and B. You're telegraphing that you're bailing her out and that she's not learning the hard way. But this is the thing about beautiful and moderately attractive women. They never have to learn the hard way because they can always find men to bail them out of problems all the time. And how often do attractive women get jobs that they don't deserve? Because they have a middle manager hiring coordinator who's a guy and subconsciously he thinks, well, if I hire her, maybe I have a chance to be around her. Or just people want to be around beauty. They just, men like to be around beauty. But women can make tons of mistakes financially, emotionally, psychologically, and men, the next man will bail them out. So you're buying them stuff, you're helping them out. That's one way. The other way is you're validating them, right? They hit rock bottom, they got dumped by Chad or Tyrone or a high SMV guy, because most Chad and Tyrones are not high SMV guys. You know, you see you see a movie like Thirty Shades of Grey where that they kind of line up, where he is a Chad, but he is also extremely rich. But most of the time, the Chads and the Tyrones and the Wands and the Ahmed and the Changs are not high SMV. So you are validating her. No, you are you are beautiful. You're great. You know, I'm sorry you went through all this. You're beautiful. You're, you know, so you're buying her stuff. You're bailing out of stuff, and you're feeding her 
what she loves, that inherent narcissism that all women and all men have. We talked about male validation last episode. But you're validating her, right? So her self-esteem is getting elevated. And you're getting her out of the quagmire, out of the bog, so to speak. And then what is she going to do? Once she gets back to a level where she feels good about herself, she's going to leave you. Why? Because she was never meant to be with you in the first place. She was out of your league. But she used you and you allowed and you allowed yourself to be used. But now that she doesn't need you anymore because you made her feel better, she's gonna go find the high SMV guy, right? It's hypergamy. You were the guy who got who cleaned off the dust off of her, and now she's gonna go find the guy that she's wired to find, which is not you, unless you're on a branch that's very high up. So be be wary. Of these women who come into your life that are better looking than you. But, but Gregory, I have a good heart and a good personality. Go to that episode. That, that's not how a woman works. That's not how she works. So if you have a woman come into your life that's out of your league, and you know yourself, you know your sexual market value, you know, what, you, you know what you have, you know how much money you have, you know your looks. So if she's out of your league, and especially if she's giving you the sob story that she's damaged in, in a tough spot, just don't expect her to be there for a long time. Now, there are exceptions, of course. But as a whole, she's using you to prop herself up, and then she's going to go and find the guy that she thinks that she's destined to be. And a lot of beta insult types don't understand this, so they get used. She ghosts them or leaves or comes up with a trope, some line, and they're devastated. And you feel bad for them. Right? These guys are blue pill. They don't know any better. And you feel bad for them. And many times men will learn from this experience and become red pill. And maybe some of you became red pill because of this way. But understand the dynamic, guys. Don't be the human tampon. Don't be the orbiter. And when a woman comes with you in a sob life, look, the, the PUA guys will tell you, banger, user, but don't get attached. I'm not going to tell you that because I would tell you fornication is a grave sin. So I'm not going to tell you to bang her. And I would tell you, why would you want to marry a woman who's damaged and been around the, on the COCK carousel? So I would just tell you, be polite. And refer her to other people that might help her or some charities or something that would help her. But I would stay away from her. And I know it's hard for many of you because beautiful women are sirens. They really are sirens from Greek mythology. And you just have to be careful and you have to be know yourself and be introspective and know I'm probably going to be used. And walk away. If you love yourself, you'll walk away. Guys, if you appreciate my content, please post an honest review. I did get a new review, and I don't have my phone here, but it was very short. So I'm like, thank you for your content. I, I really enjoyed these episodes. I appreciate whoever wrote that. There's two links in the episode notes. One's for PayPal, make a donation. The other one's for Naturopathic Gift, where you can find all the podcasts, all the articles, and all the, the recipes. Lastly, subscribe and follow all three feeds, The Awakened Man, Female Holistic Health Apothecary, and Confessions of an Obese Child. Until next time, take care, God bless, and pray. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time.